0: face of innocence and it, there's just a little like scrolling text on the bottom that said this is sally she dreams of sun and bread <laughs> hello and welcome to the temple of blah podcast episode 11 uh my name's jim and this is my co-host You're right. yeah man it's it's a it's a metal it's a metal weekly news roundup guess what what nothing's happened anyway how are you i'm good mate i've had to
1: uh i've had to do a bit of diy to be able to talk to you oh yeah what have you done um uh, my room's been redone and there's a hard point cable thing that you know that some places still have today so i can get good quality uh streaming and shit and uh like i said there's been some Room's been reworked because there was mould and damp in it, so walls been knocked down. They put a new wall in, but some of the plasterboard was uh, covering the import point, so I had to grab an hammer and a drill bit and just bash away so I could get the uh, cable into the thing, so I'm able to tell
0: you about bashing a wall in with a drill bit and an hammer. Excellente.
1: <laughs> was it like that
0: free-serve advert where they had a hammer got on it? Uh, and they were just two people having a mosh pit in, um, in the front room, and they kept smashing through plaster walls. Ish, but it was far
1: more precision so it was like, that Joe Satriani doing it sort of thing,
0: just very <laughs> precision. <laughs> very good. So you got, instead of um, doing it Wi-Fi, you've just hardwired yourself into the into the router. Yeah, because Wi-Fi keeps on dropping out and shit. That's you know. the best way of doing it, man. Yeah, because like, downloading shit, it's like games, done. Have you ever TP-Link as well? Yeah, long haul. <laughs> um, TP-Link is basically you use the... Um, you use the power um what's the fucking uh, the actual wiring of the house to to yeah. connect like hardwire to the router so you can like have router to your lo- uh, local plug then your plug next to the laptop into your laptop and that's like the same as a, a hardwired ethernet connect. anyway
1: ah uh, but this is fine just, i've had it knocking around for years and i'm like i don't need it. You this we're in the digit ledge now and then the day needed to use it i'm like oh yes
0: hmm Holy shit! Well, at least Holy now, shit. now you can play, um, now you can play Warhammer 2 online without any interruptions. I don't play games online. <laughs> I'm not that level of nerd. Well, you're missing out. <laughs> I did some DIY today. Yeah. It's um, this is what domesticated life is like. Um, our last said, you know, it'd be really good if we could take all the spices off that shelf. And we could have like a spice rack on the side of the sort of shelving unit. Mm. Saves loads of space. Yeah. So being the hapless romantic I am, I spent 20 British pounds on two shitty wire spice racks that fit the side perfectly. Yeah. And I fit it all today and moved it all over and surprised her. Jim, Jim. Without uh, a drip
1: tray. Fucking. Uh, she's raw. Oh, she's, yeah, she's, she's, she's got a good one in you, man. So she's got a good Fucking I've seen gonna... a little
0: face light up.
1: Yeah, I thought you were going to say twenty British minutes. Then I spent
0: twenty British <laughs> minutes hammering together some
1: shite and glued it on the wall <laughs> and then it on the child.
0: <laughs> Took longer than twenty fucking minutes, man. <laughs> uh, uh, Roadrunner update. Oh, wow. I'm aiming. I'm aiming for next week, but that's contingent on a few interviews happening. But yes. we'll see what happens. Point being is it's, it's coming along really well.
1: Cool. Um, if it's not next week, um I will see how my special guest feels about coming on. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. So if we need some time I can mm-hmm. get the special guest on.
0: I'll let you know by like this Thursday somewhere if it's gonna be ready or not. Yeah. Yeah. But my the biggest revelation of my life is the fact that while I'm doing all this stuff with the Roadrunner, making it making the a bit and making it much bigger than it ever needs to be as part of my life. You've come wow. out and said you want to do the same but for Peaceville. Yes.
1: Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look into Peaceville at some point if I can, ham- when I can hammer it in because I've always been very interested in Peaceful Being from West Yorkshire and finding out the UK's premier underground label is based in a shitty little town in between Bradford
0: and fucking Halifax. <laughs> <laughs> they've been going for fucking ages as well.
1: They have. Oh, it's just surprising when you look at like all these fucking brilliant bands that have just passed through them. It's like these bands where they've released two albums but they've had like a massive impact on stuff and like yeah just i think i think my first like proper interaction with them was noticing that akakoko were on peaceville and going oh that's a cool logo let's have a let's have a look at this and uh me dad had a Peaceville sampler which was just full of um extreme shit so uh mm. i had a bit of a listen to that and i remember as part of an english project in year eight it was year mm. eight or year nine no it was year eight yeah, right, we had to write, write to a local business and see... No, did I try and... I tried to get in there for work experience, didn't
0: I? That's <laughs> yeah, right. i wrote... still asking for fucking work experience. What was the cover letter like? Was it like uh, the one to, to university where you said, I want to just go with the dark side of human
1: nature? <laughs> yeah, no, for should have been. I just remember the, t- the teacher going, no, oh, Dave, you can't say that, you can't say anything about the dark side of the world. that's what I want to do.
0: <laughs> and look at you now. Uh, Which I'm not going to say, uh. <laughs> murderer. Anyway, <laughs> the thing that interests me, obviously the the, the sort of narrative I'm, I'm, I'm going on about with the roadrunner thing is like it's a story that hasn't been told. It's simple as that, and I think it, it needs telling in a sort of like. none I can't. I'm gonna. I'm not going to toot me on horn and say it's an accessible way to learn about it because it's just us rambling and you making fun of me. Yes, but it needs to be the information needs to be in one place, right? Yeah. So that was that was mission number one. But now I'm kind of like really – now I'm learning about the business side of it and how everything came together and sort of uh, cross-referencing that with the modern day, like the last 15 years since downloading music has been a thing. I'm trying to – I think like the question is emerging and the answers are kind of emerging. What is the fucking value of a label these days?
2: Mm. So
0: many people go it alone, and so mm. many people still get signed. Yet we're being told there's no money in it. So it's like, well, yeah. what's the point? What's the it's value? The so I, I'd, I'd be really interested to see what comes out of the peaceful stuff. Obviously, you wouldn't look at the same stuff I look at.
1: Nah, I'd just be like, dude, this band was on it, and this
0: band was on it, and then this <laughs> guy,
1: and then, and then fuck, and then I found this funny story about these lads in a bar. You know, that's that'd be mine.
0: Yeah, but we can still compare notes and we can share networks oh, and yeah. I can e- send emails over your head to people <laughs> and find out what deals were.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, you've, you've been in contact with my good friend, Raw. Um, he's probably asked you about bar fights and who's done the most cocaine I fuck his assholes. I would actually like to look at the
0: numbers, please. Thank you. The <laughs> business side of it. Look, I've been looking at Company's House and I can confirm <laughs> that you are currently dodging tax. <laughs>
1: I've been talking with my associates at Company's House. <laughs> Since other British everyone to let me in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I look forward to that eagerly. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> crack, crack on with it. Crack on. Make it happen.
1: Make it happen, yeah. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll hammer out some space, mate. Don't you worry. Whoop, um, whoop. Shall we talk about some other fucking news? Yeah, we can do. Do you want my uh, Thrash Metal Triple Decker Sandwich to start off? Yes. Yes. Okay, so Dave's
0: uh, Raw's Triple Decker thing of thing thrash that's it well what's the middle one because you, that's the sandwich feeling not it
1: well it's, it's just three thrash news items written down in written down in whatever order I put them in but i've just realized that saying it's a triple decker sandwich and make it sound uh, sound more interesting and tasty so i'm, I'm going to start from the top with the um the sort of like first bun on the top of this sandwich which is uh, a <laughs> The Testament guitarist, I don't know which one, has uh, released a rap solo song. Oh, it's Alex
0: Skolnick. Is that who it is, right? Yeah, he's he's the jazz aficionado. And um, Ah. yeah, he's pretty much the, uh, between the two of them, Eric Peterson and Alex Skolnick, Alex Skolnick is usually cited as like, I don't know, I'm probably shitting where I eat here, but it's like, he's generally cited as the influencer and Eric Peterson's sort of, Lesser see takes more of a back seat in terms of what people talk about. Right, okay. But I quite <laughs> like this bit because the last thing I thought a jazz musician would do, I thought there'd be two up their ass with you know with all the musical integrity to go. Oh, I'm just going to do a rap song for the fuck of it. a
1: rap song, fuck it. Yeah, yeah but um, I was I was intending to have a listen to this, but um, I had to eat turkey and reassemble my PC,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it didn't happen this is a PSA that there is a rap song out there that um not down. I don't want to tell anyone that you've you've not you've not managed your time correctly Raw. let's just say now that the policy of the, the the podcast is to never listen to rap therefore it's not your fault okay okay
1: I might have to um I might have to no uh, only in the context of a gym though that's fine <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, okay. As we said the other week, where it's proper West Coast gangster rap or whatever, you know, dudes who've been to prison rap—that's fine. But any other rap, nah. Vest rap. Vest rap. No, no, it's not vest rap. It's no shirt saggy jeans. Oh, look at all them gangs he's been in. <laughs>
0: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, young. oh. Oh, and his teeth gold. Ooh.
1: Oh, oh, young gang. <laughs> <laughs> Good for Alex. Good for Alex, yeah. Whatever, do what you want, you jazz bastard. Uh, the filling of the uh, Thrash uh, Triple Decker is Gamma Bomb of another new song.
2: Oh, I, nice thought
1: it was, I thought I was repeating myself, but no, they released another new song off the new album called Sea Shanties or whatever it is, or Sea Snake or right, okay, something to do
0: with the sea. Let's let's use my fact checking uh, fact checking machine. They did another one, didn't they? It was something like Showdown in the Lockdown or something like that.
1: Yeah, see Savage, that's it. Oh yeah, living for the lockdown.
0: Living for the lockdown, that's it. Yeah.
2: Everybody's living for the lockdown. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, what's this one about then? Is are they are they moving are they moving into a parametal noise for a laugh or? What? I have no idea, mate I just see him and you see Gamma Bomb, Gamma Bomb
1: songs appearing and going, oh, I should really listen to that because I really liked Gamma Bomb when I went to see him. <laughs>
0: You know what, let's let's take the middleman out of it. Middleman being you. If you're out there and listening to this and wondering <laughs> why why Ra's coming at you with all this new music for going, I haven't listened to it. <laughs> Maybe you should tell Raw what it was like. <laughs>
1: It's because, Jim, you know how this works. I write down the news on my dinner break, I get home, I do other shit. Two minutes before the podcast, you go, oh, Rory, you're ready. And I go, no, Jim, I have to get the news out of my fucking car. (laughs) Run down to the car and talk to you, so I don't have time to do anything.
0: (laughs) It's okay, I quite like this dynamic. It's a crowd yeah, I, participation I, I, show.
1: I, I think it's I think it's one of the uh, unique selling points of our, of our brand. It's a music
0: podcast where we know nothing about the music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited to listen to The Fridge, but a new Gamma Bomb show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's, uh, that's Gamma Bomb and how we do things around here. Now, the final bass layer, and this is a, this is a two-fold Raw's been slacking, artillery have a new song out artillery eh yes artillery are a Danish thrash band that are forgotten but they are fucking ace it listen, rings a bell I've listened to their first is it their first album or the one with the coolest song titles because this is what I do with the new bands I've
0: listened to either the first album or...
1: pretty
0: sure yeah they're a roadrunner band that's where I've been hearing them. Ah, dude, seriously. Yeah, from 1990, released on RC Records. I think that was their only one yeah. on uh, on Roadrunner. But um, prior to that, they were Neat Records, ah. which is uh, our jolly compatriots up the road. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I listened to um, it was fear of yeah, it was fear of tomorrow. Or Remember the cover, which is their first album, I think, and that was fucking
0: good. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of like a Grim Reaper with a pistol. Yeah, that's That'll the dude. No, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: No, that was that was good. So I'm like, yeah, artillery a bit. But the one of those where they just get just get missed out from like thrash things. But then you listen to me, like fucking why,
0: dude, dude? You want to listen to all the interviews I got stacked up of all these old Roadrunner the bands which got <laughs> left by the wayside? There are so fucking many th- <laughs> so like many forgotten antles. thrash bands. So no, many. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's so many like forgotten thrash bands. So yeah. many, and they're all really fucking good. Yeah. It's mad. It is mad. But hey, that's what happened. Yep. One thing I'm seeing as well, like, is I don't know if artillery uh a similar case, but when you look at the history of these bands, it's always like the band were, were formed in nineteen eighteen, they performed up until nineteen eighty seven, then they split up, then they did some reunion shows in the nineties, and as of twenty seventeen, they're back together. Loads of them reform in twenty seventeen. Right. I like I think the idea is they've probably made their money as in like the ditched the bands have got careers have settled down and then they've gone right we were never going to sell out arenas that's just not the way there's no fucking money in the music business but I do like we're lifers we can't really once you've been in a thrash metal band you're not really ever not in a thrash metal band yeah yeah let's just go out and play the fucking Todmorden working men's club (laughs) and that's where you see bands like Toxic Artillery Realm Orgasm all that sort of shit yeah yeah
1: Laz Rocket, who I just uh, looked up again because I forgot they existed and I forgot they were really good too. Laz Rocket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's L, Aumlaut, Umlaut Z, and then Rocket. And then um, the album cover you want to look at is one called Know Your Enemy. Just look up Laz Rocket, Know Your Enemy album cover and you you don't need to listen to the band. You'll just know everything about them by that album cover. uh
0: Ha! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. See what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, it doesn't help on the audio medium, but yeah, everyone check out Laz <laughs> <Las> Rocket. <laughs> R o c k i t. I t. Yes, the yeah
1: the yeah. <laughs> it, it can't tell me you what it's called. Laz Rocket. There's more umlauts. There's umlauts where you don't need umlauts. There's the wrong spelling, and it's fucking thrash.
0: But their lyrical themes are politics, violence, humour and war, so that explains the misspelling. Yes. Hilarious. 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 Right, right. I'm, I'm Go done for done it. Oh you oh you sorry, it was a triple one, wasn't it? That was a triple trash triple decker of new shit. Um you know what? I'll hit I'll hit you up with some new shit as well. So Slash is coming out with a new album with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Ooh. Next year.
2: Who's
0: Wondering that? if you knew anything about this. Like I I say knew anything about this. But did you ever listen to Slash and, and Miles Kennedy when they were like doing the cycle like an album every two years? I remember Slash and Miles Kennedy being one of them
1: bands when I worked at a go-kart track and they had Planet Rock on in my little control tower, going, <laughs> Ooh,
0: I quite like this. It's yeah, it's really good. I I don't know I don't know what's so compelling. It's just good rock and roll. Yeah. It's you know what I was saying a few weeks ago and I was like when I might have even texted you, like it might have even been like a few months ago when I was trying to decide if I liked Velvet Revolver or I was just looking through rose tinted glasses. And yeah, I think I was making does, the point, but... yeah, I, I think I was making the point where it was like when the stakes are lower, I enjoy it more for some reason. Yeah, and when the stakes much. are really high, like with Velvet Revolvers, it's like, this is a big fucking thing because it's like the sequel to Guns and Roses, blah, 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 blah. And it was really good, but it wasn't like My Cup of mm. Tea where it's slashing Miles Kennedy and the, co- and the fucking Conspirators. It's a fucking triple bar there because I don't know why. Um, it's just loads better. I just feel like, I feel it's like a warmer blanket for me. It's just good rock and roll. Yeah. There's no, yeah. no pretense to it.
1: Yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. yeah. No else on that. I just wanted to know what your take on that was, kind yeah, of no, that no. That's was. No, no, no.
1: That's one of them where it's like it's like background music but not background music where I'm going, Oh, can we work for this next song?
0: Mm. But I, I get
1: this is it's like, oh what's this? It's a bit different and then you're like, oh fucking hell it's slash R, but it's slashing fucking whoever
0: he's with these days. You know like um have you heard of Greta Van Fleet? No. Right, Greta Van Fleet are a um, a rock band, sort of like Rival Sons, they've been basically panned for being too much like Led Zeppelin. Right. Which isn't something I pan a band for. No.
2: Um,
0: but it's reminiscent of Airborne. Airborne was slammed yeah, yeah. for being too much like ACDC. Then ACDC came out with their album like a month later and it was all great. Um, yeah. But those two bands, include maybe even including ACDC, you could sit me in a pub and just put their albums on end-to-end, reel-to-reel, and I wouldn't really give a shit. <laughs> I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be compelled to say, you know, turn the record over. <laughs> and I think
1: back-to-back back like we did coming back from Vacuum when we were all too tired to turn over the CD so we're back in black five times.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think Slash, the the, the Slash albums of Miles Kennedy, they, they sit kind of in that place. Yeah. It's yeah. not all incredible. It's not all amazing but it's consistent
2: Yeah. and I
0: like it.
1: Yeah, get that, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good shit, good shit. Next gonna
0: time me. Yeah, go for it. You'll hit me with something. Um... I don't think we talked about this last week, but Priest are writing the new album already. Yeah. What I quite like about Priest is I think they keep Glenn Tipton involved. Yeah. Even though he's not in them. Yeah. They he didn't do the live stuff. Oh Glenn, give us a riff. <laughs> we flew down. <laughs> I can't. I'm too tired. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know who's replaced. Oh no. You know what? I do know who replaces who. So Richie Faulkner replaced KK Downing.
2: Mm.
0: He was playing obviously with, with voodoo six or with lauren harris or something like that and then obviously andy sneep replaced glenn tipton so i think maybe this is when this is the time in in the the priest product life cycle where andy sneep fucks off and does producing
2: mm. and then
0: they write a new album and record it with glenn tipton and then they'll go out on their world tours and shit like that mm. and yeah, andy like... Sneap will come out of the woodwork again
1: yeah all right okay okay so it'll be an interesting one to have a look at the liner notes of like Firepower and see if this confirms your
0: theory, won't it? I don't think it's a theory. I think this is like genuinely the deal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think I've even seen like because we're now in like 50 years of, of Judas Priest. There's yeah. like that's making the rounds in metal armor and things. I think it's Glenn Tipton on the on the cover. Mm. Like I think he's doing the press rounds with them.
1: Right. Okay. So they have like that might be just for the classic lineup, won't it? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But then
0: KK Downing has also formed that new band, hasn't he, with um, Ripper Owens, which is just Old Priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. say like Old 90s Priest, effectively. Wait
1: a minute, wait a minute. If I remember right, last time I saw Judas Priest at Bloodstock, I swear Glenn Tipton came out with him on stage to play. Oh, it's
0: been very recent. This, this, his absence is very recent. Yeah. The uh, last two brought, or three years. Brought someone on stage to play a song, and I can't bloody remember who it is. Was it KK? I don't know. It might have
1: been KK, because it's Bloodstock, isn't it? It's just up-road from fucking Wolverhampton, so... Yeah, yeah. Might have been that, then. Whatever. I can't remember. <laughs>
0: There's lots of old men in leather, and I was very, very pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, you know what? Did you listen to Firepower? I listened to bits of Firepower, yeah, and I liked it. Quite liked it. I never... It's on my list of things to dig right into. Yeah. But it's really hard when you're trying to rediscover forgotten thrash bands to find yeah. time
1: for firepower. Yeah. I think it was one of them where I heard it like I think I just heard the song Firepower Live and I do remember stood there going Actually for some that was
0: for like yeah, this is good. This is good Judas Priest. I've heard it's the best Halford has sounded in like not that he's sounded bad, but it's like he sounds so on form for firstly being like a seventy year old man. Mm. And secondly just for metal in general.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I'm all for it. Cool. They're up there with the Maiden sort of like cycle for me. I'm always paying attention. Yeah. Like when Megadeth come out with an album, I'm not that bothered. Yeah. When Metallica does, it's been build- building up for so many years that I'd usually miss it completely. <laughs> when Metallica do, we play a game. <laughs> we play a fucking game. Oh shit! There isn't any Metallica news this week, is there? Oh. Uh... All the news this week has been I knew Eddie Van Halen and I was almost the singer for Eddie Van Halen and Eddie Van Halen was going to reunite with this guy. That's all the news has been this week. Yeah, okay. So, so you're saying Bye, you've got no more news. I've got three more newses.
1: I've got... Yeah, I've got... I've got three more newses and then I've got a sort of combined...
0: <clears throat> this week in Metal Tap. Ah, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. All right, well, do you want to... Oh, sorry, so it's my turn for news isn't it? Your turn. Um, so, Chris Adler.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yep, formerly of Lamy God, Megadeth. He's everyone's favourite session player. Yeah. Um, he's got a new group called uh, Firstborn. Right. <clears throat> One word, first, B-O-R-N-E. Right. Um, like like Airborne, got us... but first. Yes. Hang on, is Airborn spelled with a U? It's not, is it? No, it's not. Um, anyway. So he's got a song out with them, and it features James Lomenzo, also from Megadeth and Black Love Society. He's the bass player and a singer and a guitar player who I don't know. Ooh. So he's got a new, a new project, but Chris Adler's back. He's back. Chris Adler's and back. Look, it's, it's back and it's flaccid. Everyone's really crying, flaccid. Chris Adler's back. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going, D-H, yeah, calm down. Calm down. He waited until Corey Taylor came out with his album. He did a commercially viable decision of waiting until that died down, which took a day. <laughs> and then released his album or released his song but yeah' it's a, it's a bit flaccid to be honest I'm using that that's the word I'm using it's, it's, it's all right but if you're gonna if you're gonna come out with um any kind of like super group, sort of uh, or ex members forming a group don't do it anywhere near killer be killed don't do it anywhere near them because they'll just fucking wipe the floor with you <laughs> it's, it's honestly like for, for Chris Adler's drumming it, it is it just sounds a little bit straightforward.
2: Right, it doesn't okay. sound
0: like he's. It doesn't sound like he's left climbing god to spread his wings. Mm. It's like a bit that. punkier. James Lomenzo's using this opportunity to like fucking do all the bass runs. It sounds really good. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. But
0: it's a bit of a. It kind of works as a rhythm section, but it doesn't impress me.
1: So it's like one of these where you could like go. This is a really good rhythm section for a band. We just need more
0: band. Yeah. 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 I mean. It's 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 a few shades away from. It's like they were leaning on being prog. It's like they were leaning on being like a like a prog punk band, like something pretty new. And then they just decided, actually, Chris, if you could just stick to four four and keep it simple. Mm. You know what I mean? It, was, it that's what it sounds like. None but you know, this is just one song. Things. They were the,
1: sorry. Say again. None of your weird symbol shit, Chris
0: Adler. None of yeah, none of, the, that,
1: none, yeah none, none of that. None of your of tinks.
0: Yeah, I've got enough tinnitus listening to <laughs> fucking... Whoever's singing, screaming in my fucking it. But yeah, but this is just the first song. Maybe, like, they've done the thing where they've put the most quote-unquote accessible song out yeah. from and hope that people will latch onto it, ready for the good shit.
1: Yeah.
0: But no, I'm still reeling from "Killer Be Killed. from. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I had, a, I had a bit of a listen. I didn't have a proper listen, but I'm like, yeah, I'll see what you're on about. That's yeah,
0: pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Good shit. But anyway, yeah. that's Chris Adler, back, back from... Doing drum clinics in India or some shit. I'm not even kidding. That's what he was doing. Yeah.
1: Right. Here's, here's one for you about this. Now, this sentence is not going to end up the way you think it's going to end up, Jim.
0: I'm getting Last Jedi flashbacks. <laughs> and therefore an erection.
1: <laughs> so, Corn have a new song out, which they have written for World of Tanks Blitz. Okay. Now, did you think
0: that sentence would end up like that? No, but I'm sick of fucking hearing about World of Tanks. (laughs) Hey, I'll tell you what, though. You know how you're winning against Warbringer in the tank-off? In the tank-off, yeah. Do you think he plays World of Tanks? Do you think you could beat him at World of Tanks? I am shit at World of Tanks. But you know more about Tanks than he does, as is demonstrated from you winning... The <laughs> you need to send me another
1: tank, by the way. I do need to send you another tank. I will send you another tank. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. I'm just, like I said, I've got a specific set of tanks I'm, I'm sending him, so it's, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah you want to... just... But yeah, World, World of Tanks Blitz calm, which is not a band that would associate with a World of Tanks at all.
0: <laughs> do you think this is a pandemic opportunity? Do you think this is how it's happened, or do you think they were always geared up to do something like this? Because the thing I, even with your your, your thrash triple. Fucking threads yeah. that one thing i'm seeing is like a lot of bands are just doing the odd one song <sighs> and the odd one-off thing i think it i think it
1: might be but what they could now jim is what i'm thinking what they could have done is they could have looked at sabaton and gone hmm sabaton wrote the song bismarck purely for um world of warships mm. it wasn't for an album or anything like that because when they released it i thought wait a minute they're writing the great war why have they released this song about shipping world war Two? Yeah, got, uh, my brain sort of went off for a bit, and I had to do a bit <laughs> of research and confirm that Bismarck was definitely a World War II ship. Then I mm-hmm. found out it was for World of Warships, but the thing is, it's just become part of the live set, It's because it's a fucking good song. I mean, it's just one of them where it's like, oh, we wrote this to make a quick book, but no, actually, it's, it's a really good song that people like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair
0: enough. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking Korn might have heard that, but they might have gone, boys... Sabaton have done this. Who, who can we do this for? Well, they've got World of
0: Warships. Like fucking hell, we have to do it for World of Tanks now, won't we? Is is a question though, Raw? Are you sitting down? Uh, yes. Have you heard it? No, of course I have <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, look on this podcast. I know you. I know what you've come here for, Raw. You want to focus on the news, not the metal
1: yeah that's it I, I, I was at some point whilst i was writing you know the, i wanted to be on the uh, dark side of the human mind before that i wanted to be a journalist so i think i'm living those dreams now
0: yeah i think you've you've cracked it mate
1: <laughs> cracked it in in the current journalism where there's no research there's no finding out the facts you just you just pluck the sentence and then you distribute that to the public and then let them run rampant with it and everything
0: works out fine you did it we are modern innovators
1: Modern innovators,
0: BuzzFeed can suck my hairy bowels. <laughs> um, so I've got a, a, a Roadrunner adjacent um, story. A <laughs> Roadrunner adjacent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because the Roadrunner have signed a new band called Mess oh. of Wires. Right. And if, yeah, interesting because not only are they, are they a risk-averse label, since the Red Wedding of 2012, they've been the even Red more Wedding risk-averse. 2012. <laughs> they call it the Red Wedding, mate. It turns out they call it the fucking Red Wedding. <laughs> Um, but even since then they've not signed a lot of bands and the thing about this band Mess of Wires is they're like 16 or 17 oh really? yeah they're like kids nice not so, like that <laughs> not like yeah. <laughs> that sounds good no, like the, the put out one song it sounds yeah. and this is the thing it's like I'm not going to say it's amazing I'm not going to say it's shit it's very post grunge it sounds like you remember when we first started going to gigs and going out and drinking
2: oh yeah
0: and they were like oh, stick around for this band, it's a good band, and they're about your age. Yeah, okay. It sounds like that. It that sounds a few shades better.
2: Yeah. And it, that,
0: so, I want to say better. It sounds a few shades more developed. Yeah. But it sounds like your grunge mate. Yeah. Who's yeah. Who likes Nirvana and Puddle of Mud, and then that's their sort of foundation. That's yeah. kind of what it sounds like. There's a bit more to it than that. Um, but I'm compelled to follow this, because the, obviously with them being 16 or 17... This is a band that is raised entirely in the social media age. True. So True. how? What was the pl- what's the plan here? Are they going to get all the resources to get thrust in everyone's face, everyone's going to shit on them, then they're going to have a breakdown, then they're going to deliver something different? <laughs> or are they going to be so resilient that they consistently put out, are they going to have like a different kind of arc? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Mentally. Kind of a sick- They'll be, be TikTokking and OnlyFansing and all the rest of it, so you know they'll be will be way ahead. This is why they don't need Rod Runner, Rod Runner, just there to go. Oh lads, you might want a vinyl or a CD
0: done at some point, and they're like, "What the fuck's that, Granddad?" and you know, yeah. we're back camping motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I want to see how this one plays out because it's not. Again, as I was saying earlier, like what's the value of a record label? And what would a record label see in like a one-man band, for example? Mm. What the fuck are they going to see in 16-, 17-year-olds? I don't understand, especially in the middle of a pandemic.
1: Alien weaponry, mate. Alien weaponry. Oh, are they like, proper young? Oh, they were proper young, yeah, when they first came out, oh, yeah. Ooh, I had no idea. Yeah, now they're proper young, mate.
0: Very this is good. That's where
1: the Metal Hansen comparisons come in, and it's like you look at them and don't sound like Metal Hansen, then they start singing Maori and it's fucking awesome, and then they go Metal Hansen, you're like, Oh, you've let me down, lad
0: <laughs> but Yeah, that's all my new new sort of like item new, new music items. That's oh. also a like a cursory nod to Al Namrud, which is a Saudi Arabian folk metal band, which you want to check out.
1: Cool. I will do. Folk metal, yes. Um this is this is kind of news, and it's kind of a bit of a bit of a gripe I've got with uh, the general public, really. Excellent. Um, Five Finger Death Punch have a new video out. Oh,
0: mate! This is my last item as well. I'll let yeah. you take this. Yes. Yeah,
1: which means that um, you people out there listening to it, fucking Eric and everybody else, not doing your fucking jobs, are you? So like, I'm here ranting against Five Finger Death Punch every week and still releasing bastard videos. What's up <laughs> yeah it's not it's not working guys we need we need up as fucking game you know this is like we, we, we're dunkirking right now this is where we are if we're taking more churchill analogies we are dunkirking right now guys we need to start pushing back and pushing back fucking hard is what we need to do
0: <laughs> what's the um Dunkirk when they're on the beach not when they're doing the miraculous escape that's where we're at what's the what's the the line is it the main yard line in well, World like, War Two, there's a main line, there's like a, a line. Sorry, go on. Maginot line. Maginot line, that's it. What's What happens when we're at the Maginot, in this analogy, what are five-finger death punch doing once we've pushed back to the Maginot line?
1: Uh, Jim, in this analogy, if we're doing this as a timeline, the Maginot line's been done. That was that was why the Germans got to the fucking Dunkirk, because they just bypassed the Maginot line via Belgium, going, oh, oh that's a really big wall you've got there, France. Oh, where are <laughs> you put a wall? Oh, in the forest of Belgium, Schumpf.
0: <laughs> no I mean like if we pushed back to that line oh, right. does that mean Five Finger Death Punch are playing um, just fucking high schools or something mm, ah, I, I don't think they'd
1: get into high schools because I mean that's a win that's a win or is that too humiliating? I, don't, I, don't, I, think, I think American high schools these days would say, no, this is a safe space. We can't have any metal bands whatsoever in here. <laughs> especially, especially ones like Five Finger Death Ponds where they go, you know what, the troops are pretty cool. And then they'd be like, no, this is a safe space. We can't have any of that. Rock against so, Gaze I'd, Bush. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy with Five Finger Death Ponds playing, playing like, or two, like academy-sized venues. I'd be happy with that because there's like that fall from grace from the stadium and it's like, you know, like some sort of... What, what's his face? Um, Sisyphus pushing the freaking rock up the hill and like, oh, I've almost got it, and then it rolls back down again. I think that's where we should put
0: it. I think like O2 Academy-sized venues are easier to protest on our behalf as well. True. This is very, very true. <laughs> Less exits to cover. Less exits to cover, indeed. indeed so yeah. were you going to go on to the content of the video? Uh...
1: I kind of know what it is. I just I just saw Five Finger Death Punch and knew, and then my
0: brain melted down. Right. So what the video is because this is I, my I agree. it's 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 fucking weird. So it's social commentary at its highest, sort of like
2: mm. uh,
0: this most cringy and edgy. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts going on. There's people in like uh, Avengers outfits, like having fights. There's people eating. Um, What's that detergent called in the states, which kids start eating? Tide. That's it. There's someone eating them, and then there's this weird sort of like Nazi analogy, where yeah. this woman is dishing out. From what I can gather, I've only seen it once. And I won't listen. I won't fucking paying attention.
2: Good.
0: She was dishing out masks. Yeah. Like you know, COVID masks to yeah, you know, seemingly those who. You know, represented you know her whatever hierarchy she was following at that time. Yeah, and everyone was dead shoved in a sort of cultish manner to yeah, yeah. be receiving these masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she wasn't wearing a mask. She was going around with like this weird fucking um, gimp, like on a leash. The yeah. gimp runs. The gimp fucking breaks free of this Nazi woman yeah. and starts smashing shit up. And that's kind of the conflict. And then there's a bunch of people running across a field, getting shot. Like, this is the band now. The band are now running across the field with a group of people yeah. you know, like, with an American flag, Patriot style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting shot, gunned down and shit like that. And the, the 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 analogy people are sort of drawn to it is Five Figure Death Punch think if you wear a mask, you're a communist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I get, I get where they're trying to go with that. I get where they're trying to go. But that's the backlash they've received. Yeah, but the, Jim, they knew what backlash are they were going to receive. So. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. But actually, this is a good thing because this is mean. This means that Five Finger Death Punch are slowly getting more where we want them to be, which isn't isn't doing music. It's doing other things, and if they're doing videos that wind people up and going, "Yay patriotism," then that's good. <laughs> yeah. They're not thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. This might be part of the plan, so I can uh, relax and not be as uh,
0: wound up and stressed about this. So, yeah. Well, so you can take solace in the fact that it is the cringiest fucking video I've seen in my dude, entire life,
1: dude. I, I have no doubt it is because I've seen like the little still where there was zombies pushing bog roll. And it oh meant,
0: yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, there's that. Yeah, you well.
1: mentioned all oh, your yeah, and it, like little rifles, like social commentary and a bit about patriotism sort of thing. And I thought this isn't going to be subtle, and it's it, it's going to be very early. To, it's going to be like Green Day going, yeah, we're into politics now, meh, Bush is bad, meh. <laughs> We've done an album about poo, but listen to our politics, meh.
0: Yeah. 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 I think we give too much time to find a finger death punch on this podcast.
1: Yeah, we do, because it's it's working. I thought it wasn't working. Sorry. Sorry, people. Sorry, Eric and the uh, Bless Iples. Sorry
0: about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Should we move on to our feature, which we missed last week, because that was just too much goddamn news, and then Eddie Van Halen died rudely in the middle of that
1: podcast. <laughs> yeah, go on. I've got, I've got a bit of news, but it can wait till next week. Oh,
0: no, it's, it's all right. Go for it.
1: All right. It's, uh, I was going to say it's not time-sensitive, but um, um, in live stream news, uh, uh, Gwa are doing a live stream on the 15th of November. to uh, yes. 30, 30 years since... Uh, scum, no, it's called Scum Dogs 30, so I think it's like, yeah, it's 30 years since Scum Dogs of the Universe was released, so... Fucking brilliant. Check that shit out, is all I'm saying. If you don't know Guara,
0: you're an idiot and go check out Guara. Oh, I might check uh, out, see see how they're going to drench the audience in fake blood. Yeah, they'll probably, have it, you know, they'll probably just come around and beat you or cough on you. <laughs> they'll be the coughing on
1: you, actually, just in the theme of this year. There won't be fake blood, it'll just be phlegm. They'll send you a butcher's
0: platter. It's something like that. Oh, <laughs>
1: you meaty
2: heroes.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck off. Well, no, you fuck off. Oh, you meaty demon.
1: Sorry, wrong podcast there. <laughs> Answers on a postcard to which podcast we were ripping off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that's Gwar, which is awesome. And then my double this week in metal, TAT. is I have uh, Clutch are releasing a 12 LP box set that is limited to 2,000 copies with all sorts of TAT in it.
0: Uh, TAT such as?
1: Um, let me have a look. Um, uh, there was some metal plaque or something like that, um, something made out of rubber, I think. Um, once again, so prepared. I haven't listened to the music. I haven't really read up on what my metal tat is. Just going no 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 no. it's funny. Wait a minute, let's, uh, let's find the sauce. Ah, here we go. Yeah, the Obelisk 12 LP box set for Record Store Day. Uh turntable mat and uh turntable mat and a square lithograph. The box has right. magnetic closure and the silver foil is stamped on black Sierra cloth. Uh. Two thousand I mean, exists exist in the world, so it's to get a copy of all um one of each of Clutch's albums on LP with some tat in there and stuff. So that's that's the high end of this week in Metal Tat. Whereas cool. the bottom end of this week in Metal chat is um, ACDC have released a name generator where you can put your name in online and it comes up in the same font as what their new album's
0: going to be. Yeah, for fuck's
1: sake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like to meet the guys that get paid to do that because that's kind of intriguing, isn't it? It is like tat to the highest degree.
1: It's called Power Up Your Name and I'm just about <laughs> to do it now. Oh, Awesome. Oh, that's way loud. Uh, <laughs> you can't hear any of this, can you?
0: No, no. I'm just getting blasted by this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch a side, a, a, an adjacent metal tat, which I think is worth it. October thirtieth, the collector's edition of Monkey Island thirtieth <laughs> anniversary <laughs> anthology is coming out, <laughs> and it's got fucking loads in it. You've got a sticker of authenticity signed by Rod Ron Gilbert, a yeah. big whoop amusement park e-ticket, which is only relevant to anyone who's played the Monkey Island.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: Shadow box, a Garrus 3 wood, a statue, a behind the scenes anniversary pack, uh, an, enam- an enamel? An evolution enamel pin set? Yeah, something like that. Mm. Loads of shit. And a USB with all five games.
2: Good
0: stuff, Michael. $160, but fuck me. It's, that's, I, that, I'd be more tempted to that than the clutch bit. Mm. Not that, I, not that I don't like Clutch. I just love Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I've, I've done my ACDC name generator thing. It says, type in your name. So you type in your full name, and all it does is put your first fucking initials in it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's tapped to the highest degree, but it's free tap.
0: So there we go. Oh, that there you fucking go. So, can you put T O? Can you put T O B in there? No, it's only two letters. No fucking good to me then. Bastards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shall we move on? Feature, do it. I say feature. We had to, so, right, right. We decided we wanted to talk about... I say we decided. Eric decided and told Eric. me... Um, ...that we should talk about metal video games... ...and what we think the most metal video games are. Ooh. Where do you want to start on this one, then? Uh, I think we should start...
1: ...with metal in video games... Oh, I like it. And then we'll go on to what's the most metal video game. Now, metal in video games, I just want to talk about Saints Row for fucking ages.
0: I'm glad you didn't say Doom. No,
1: because Saints Row had the fucking best metal stations of any game. And Saints Row 2 onwards, they had fucking awesome, awesome ones.
0: Even better than Vice City? Uh, I will bring you up... I'll see
1: if we can find what was what was on the truck list of uh, radio stations. What was it called now? Let's look at Saint 2. I know there was Lama God on it somewhere.
0: Right. Are you sure it wasn't Grand Theft Auto IV, The Lost and the Damned? No, that was pretty cool as well. It had Max Cavalera doing. Um, yeah, L- yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Max Cavalera doing. Yeah. It wasn't four because it didn't like
0: four. <laughs> you didn't like four, therefore it couldn't have had anything worthwhile.
1: No, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was Central Three, which didn't have one. Holy shit, I got horror on it. I did not know that. Yeah, oh, had, like, oh. right. So anyway, but in terms of metal, you had fucking a on there. There was Opeth on there. There was Mastodon, you know, and KDMFM. So it was like really, really, and fucking Garth didn't mm. even know that. But yeah, so it's all these bands that you know they're not exactly popular, popular bands, but they just like mm. got on this. Uh, Thing. And then that's why you were running around beating people up with a giant
0: cock. So that was um, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I think um, metal in video games. That's pretty, uh, to be fair. That's quite a good shout. Yeah. That 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 roster of bands. I think, like in terms of widespread influence, you got to give it to um, v Rock and Vice yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, that was good. Yeah.
0: Um, honourable mention obviously to Brutal Legend did you play Brutal Legend at all?
1: I did play Brutal Legend, oh wait a minute Jim you're going to like this now mm-hmm. um, going through what I thought was of God and it's still not bloody Llamour God um, the game Sleeping Dogs if you've heard of that uh-huh. which is like the Grand Theft Auto but Kung Fu one guess yep. what one of the radio stations was? her I-D-O no, <laughs> it wasn't putting on a radio <laughs> now, Jim, We're not allowed to talk about that. Uh, no, it was uh, it was Roadrunner Records Jim. No way. Yep, Roadrunner Records at a radio station on Sleeping Dogs. Oh
0: shit. Which is a very good game if you haven't played it. I've got a quick Google of this. Soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack. Oh there's a Kerrang radio as well. There's a Kerrang radio, but that wasn't good, but the sleep but sorry, the Roadrunner one was good, mate. Where's was this game made in 2006 by any chance? No, it was after that. Really? Okay.
1: What's that? It? it was a Xbox game, so it was a
0: 360 game. That's where I played it on normally. Um, the reason I asked is because all the songs, yeah, this is definitely 2006, it's gotta be. No, it was US. Oh, it was 2012. What the fuck? Yeah. Right. So, Blackstone Cherry, Change and Rain Wizard. I think Rain was like an account for being a 2005 record. Yeah. I can't remember that that might have been a self-titled record.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Fear Factory Edge Crusher, Kill Engage, My Curse, which is two thousand six. Yeah, fair enough, Machine Head Locust, which was after. Yeah. And Trivium We Are the Fire, which was
2: two
0: thousand six.
2: <laughs>
0: Who was hosting these then? Was it like did they have like DJs inside in the in, in this sort of in world? Radio station.
1: Um, I can't remember if there was on Sleeping Dogs or it just played. It didn't say
0: anything about it.
1: I think it just played. It didn't have the sort of uh, Grand Theft Auto voice actors and stuff. So yeah, lazy. Lazy indeed. But good game, good game. Because yeah, it's like a Hong Kong action film Grand Theft Auto, mm.
0: so it's cool. Interesting that.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely. Not, have, not, be not,
0: a footnote. Not a heavy metal video game, but ones with a good heavy metal soundtrack in it. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, I'm not mentioning Doom because I feel like Doom mm. is so in- impossibly fucking mainstream yeah. that it can't be... I think metal... like if, we, if, we're, if we're talking about metal video games and metal in video games, it has to be as an alternative to something. Yeah. And I think Doom is... T- it's tough for Doom to be an alternative to something. It's it's kind of... It's yeah. so fucking mainstream. Yeah, not in a bad, I don't like the word mainstream, but it's... it's it's yeah. so ubiquitous, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Here's one for you that's a bit out there. And is this metal or is this just a bit of alternative rock? But there's a game called The Darkness where okay. where he plays a hitman who gets his um, arm possessed by a demon or some shit like that. Um, but the voice of the demon is Mike Patton.
0: <clears throat> Mike Patton, another aside to that. He also voiced all the zombies in Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Right, yeah
1: cool. so he's done that he did that and he did the soundtrack as well so it's a
0: very Mike pattern sounding game so I've, yeah. been... I've not played that one but you know I've... what mate it's spooky town right it's spooky time um, yeah. it's the time I like to think about playing like spooky games like uh, amnesia and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I never get around to it but I might I might try and make an effort this time
1: yeah yeah so we got so we've got the darkness is uh, worth mentioning. I, am, I was thinking about this the other day and I am going to say, I'm going to say, uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert, purely for Hellmarch. Do you prefer Hellmarch or Hellmarch 2? I prefer the original Hellmarch. So I really? That. Yeah, just, just that opening thing, because I've got many good memories of Red Alert, so. I, th- I prefer 2, I think it just sounds better.
0: And I'm not I'm not going to go, ooh, it's the mix, I just think it sounds heavier.
1: Kind of, but it, it it sounds heavier. But it's this thing where it's it's the Hell March, but it's not the Hell March, and yeah, it's a bit, uh, I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me, whereas the original does. Mm. mm.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Yeah.
0: But no, that is it's, it's an extremely metal one. Yes. Yes, it is. Um. Where do you stand on Guitar Hero?
1: I quite like guitar hero. It, yeah, it's good for playing stuff with your mates. It's good when you know a bit of guitar and like when I went, oh yeah, I'll be good at first time we got on it, I'll be alright at Guitar Hero. I know I play this song on real guitar, then your muscle memory goes to like reach for frets that aren't there and you end up doing shit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but then I'm very much of the uh, <clears throat> South Park uh, mind on it, where it's just Randy going, "Hey guys, look, you can learn how to play the real guitar," and like, "No dad, <laughs> we're doing this."
0: Ah, doo boo boo, boo doo boo, boo boo, boo boo. Good times. <laughs> but,
1: uh, <laughs> I did like it. I thought it was funny how you could get like the big fat black metal just abaf, essentially. You got yeah, ABAP, yeah, yeah. Playing, playing some crap. 60s rock song, sort of thing, and doing his little weird turn and stuff. And uh...
0: I think what it did for metal is really good because it got so many people just like into guitar and stuff like that. Mm. My mm. favorite bit of that entire era, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, um, was uh, let me try and get my chronology correct on this. So it's when the, the great saturation happened, <laughs> and they had like, yeah, they had like Guitar Hero 1, 2, and 3, and then there was like all the expansions for everything. For every yeah. single musician, there was like some sort of expansion. And then yeah. Rock Band happened. And then Michael Jackson came in with this, the, the great cash-in. So it, Michael Jackson had that final tour going on. Mm. And he sold... Oh, no, I don't think he sold all the Beatles rights. He had 95% of the, the rights of all the Beatles songs.
2: Mm.
0: So in 2009, he had this fucking melodrama of all this stuff happening with Michael Jackson and all this stuff happening with Rock Band, the Beatles which came mm. out, and they did a big press conference where Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney appeared to announce the, uh, <laughs> the release of rock band The Beatles. And the just mm. came out, and they had a fucking clue what they were promoting, and they didn't no. know what the fuck was going on. They I had this big hurrah about it. it was Ace, and I just remember like, Ringo going, yeah, I really like the graphics. really <laughs> like <laughs> you <know> the graphics. <laughs> it's a great game. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of my time in the Beatles. In the Beatles, free, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, speaking of the Beatles, another fucking completely random rabbit hole. We've seen um, Ringo Starr, obviously, was kind of famous because he, he wanted to reply to every single fan's mail. He did his best to, like, interact with the fans if he got mail from, like, you know, over the decades. Mm. But he did a video in, I think it was, like, 2012, where he was saying, I'm going to stop replying to it all because I'm just not going to get the time in my life anymore. Mm. But it's it's great because it's just like a camera set up and he's just sort of sprawled out on like a a chair and he's just doing the peace sign, but it's sort of doing it, attacking the camera with it. He's going, peace and love, peace and love. A warning, a warning with peace and love. I will not be signing anything. Peace and love, a warning to you. (laughs) It's a fever dream, man. It's ace.
1: (laughs) I, I don't know why, but I, I know you're doing Ringo Starr. But for some reason, I just got Jeremy Corbyn's face. I'm <laughs> 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 Jeremy Corbyn do. This, this mail's a warning. But with peace and love, though. Solidarity, peace and love.
0: <laughs> oh man, and another thread from Beatles. So <laughs> we're talking about little video games, aren't we? No, this this is this is this comes back around to spooky time. Right. So. <laughs> Canal the fucking seven shades of of this fucking podcast, right? So Ringo Starr, he helped produce and he performed on Liam Lynch's album. You know, my United States or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that dickhead. Liam Lynch went to Liper. He went to like the University of whatever Liper was. So Liper being Palmer County Studio in Liverpool. So he studied there in the nineties, and he has got the most amazing ghost story of when he lived in Liverpool right it's fucking brilliant and i've got a link of it in front of me because i've dug it up because i was like you'd love this all right um so i'm gonna send you the link to this ghost story yeah um it's like it's in the middle it's at the end of a neil degrasse tyson episode on the nerdist podcast it's right Right. at the end so i'll give you the timestamp and i'll send it to you and i'll also put this on twitter so anyone listening to this yeah uh, go on to our twitter and i'll post the link to this it's fucking amazing ghost story Mm. love this shit all right, cool. Anyway, metal video games.
1: Right, I'm gonna go completely <laughs> off kilter now, and I've just been looking through my Steam library and <laughs> just, just thinking. Right now, I'm gonna go off kilter with things that are a bit more metal in feel rather than sound. Have I ranted on to you about a game called Vanquish before? No, give me everything. Vanquish is amazing. It's one of them sort of Japanese Sega arcade Japanese games, you know where. Everyone, it's obviously done by Japanese people, but everyone in it's American. Yep. So they've all got that look to them. And yep. you're a guy in this um, uh, robot armor thing that's mm. got boosters in it. But the best thing is you dodge things by doing a rock star slide with rocket boosters. Excellent. And time slows down, so you shoot things whilst doing a rock star knee slide with rocket boosters around things, and it's mental. And just boss battles just get thrown at you, sort of thing. You'd be sort of yeah. like running along shooting robots, and all of a sudden, you know, it's you know some giant fucking mech thing will come out, and you're like, "Ah, oh, shit, it's one of these again." And the yeah. pace is really good, and the soundtrack's fit. Fa- it's fairly metal. with no, it's more sort of like it's that it, it's kind of like Hellmarch in a way, where it's like it's got a metal. What is it? It's got, like, a metal core, but then it goes a bit dancey with it sort of thing.
0: Yeah. I kind of... it's. I'm getting, from listening to you, Yeah. I'm getting, like, a Streets of Rage vibe in terms of the music. Did it, you play Streets of Rage? I did play Streets
1: of Rage, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's, it's kind of... Yeah,
1: it yeah, there's definitely that thing, but it's not all and out dance. It's one of them where you're not suddenly going, go, "Oh, fuck's this, this techno game." You're going, yeah, "That's pretty good." Mm. So we got that, and then my other one for terms of um, <laughs> for terms of metal mood is a uh, frost punk, <laughs> just for the sheer grimness of Frostpunk. Now frost punk is set in a um, world that's frozen over and you play a lot of people who've escaped from Victorian London to set up this uh, sort of like steampunk base in the middle of frozen wilderness sort of thing and it's you just get presented with choices such as like, oh sorry, should we make the children work or not and then you start making the children work and they lose hands in industrial accidents and <laughs> people get pissed off
0: My and- favourite thing that you sent me on this game it was a <laughs> screenshot of the, the loading <laughs> screen and it was just of this um, kind of like, like this, uh, this this tired, exhausted, completely broken young girl, like the blonde hair, blue eyes, like the face of innocence. And it, there's just a little like scrolling text on the bottom that said, this is Sally. She dreams of sun and bread.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's of like that but it's just like even though you're doing something good it's just got this entire grim atmosphere and it's like it's really rousing the soundtrack fits but if you just put atmospheric black metal over the top of it it'd still be <laughs> the exact it'd still get the exact same vibe and you know you yeah, can yeah. sign laws where people duel each other and it's kind of like Ugh, cannibalism how do we feel about that uh, you know should we, should we bury our dead or should we use them for biofuels later on we don't know and <laughs> You can either um, you can either just go normal, or you can go down the tech tree and either adopt a religious theocracy, or basically sort of like um, ice fascism.
0: So. Excellent. Yeah. Ice fascism. Ice what fasc- would you if you had to like create a government, like a system of government that was based around ice fascism? What would you call it? <laughs> I don't know. Fascism. Um. Uh. Frostism. No, it, I'd, I'd be calling it the, it'd be like. The Grim Frost Republic of something. Yeah, something of like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got um, I've got one that's not on my list, but it just occurred to me in terms of like I'm going to join like the metal soundtrack and the metal in video games with um Goldeneye and Perfect Dark, two rareware games, yeah. uh for the Nintendo sixty four. But the composer was none other than Yorkshireman and um fellow grump lord uh, Grant Kirkhope. All right. Um, so. With the limitations that the GoldenEye production had, and you can read about this fucking anyway, it's really fascinating stuff. I've just got a little music stuck in my head now. <laughs> I think it might be that one. But if you were to break down those components, it is just We Care A Lot by Faith No More. <laughs> if you, yeah. I think I, I think it is anyway. But basically... <laughs> We, because Grant Kirk, Kirk is, is a fucking metalhead, yeah, so yeah. there's a load of like little prints of influences and metal things happening in the GoldenEye soundtrack, which I kind of like masked by the fact that it's, it's also laden with Bond esque
1: yeah, yeah, orchestration. Yeah. And it's got that, it's the GoldenEye soundtrack, so you, yeah, I see that now. You've got the metal influences, but with that sort of sound that, 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 them bits from GoldenEye, the film where it was that, oh, sort of stuff yeah, going yeah. on. And I can't do the noise, but if you've played the game and you've seen the film, you know what I
0: mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that's the, the coup de grace to, to this bit that I'm trying to say is, is perfect dark because yeah. the, this is where – because it's effectively the, the sequel in spirit to GoldenEye, but the music is just mm. like such a good sort of like move, for, move forward move and there's a lot yeah. of mel guitar in there, a lot of like guitar-driven and orchestra-hit bits. Thinking
1: about it, the Vanquish music is kinda of like Perfect Dark or it's that metal riffage but done damn done electronic in a way. Yeah, I mean thinking about uh, it. Uh, thinking about that first level where you're on top of that building and shit and yeah. There's uh, almost
0: something to be said that if, if Grant Kirko had a had a band mm. Golden Hour was its first album, Perfect Dark with its second album, and yeah, their, yeah. their sort of like developed sound was kind of the meshing of metal and sort of bombastic spy music-ish. Yeah. Like a Harry Gregson Williams meets mm. um, Steve Vai. It's that kind okay. of mesh. Okay. I and mean, I think, let's just fucking shout out to Grant Kirkoff and say if you want to start a band which is just fucking Steve Vai versus um, Harry Gregson Williams, hit me up i'm all for it
2: <laughs>
0: we'll just write sequels to all the perfect dark songs nice um
1: i've just started one no i had another one going in my head but i'm gonna go old school
0: old old school now go for it comic zone oh yes yes Com- yes yes did that come with uh, your windows 95 no um, yeah oh, man, oh, shit, it did didn't it yeah, K- it true. comes with one, Windows 95, I think, on you know, in yeah. our country.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it for the Mega Drive, though. And I had the proper yes. arcade pad so I could play it properly. But that was very metal because there was lots of 8-bit, six, sorry, 16, 16-bit riffage in that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: there was lots of 16-bit riffage in that. And uh, just the general theme of it, like you're a guy who's got to go into his own comic book and all the shit in it's weird and sort of, he, he was basically a metal comic artist, really. wanted he? because he had a ponytail and shades and shit. Yeah, yeah. And you only got one life per level, so if you died in the first level, that was game over. And second level, you got two girls, and then third level, you got. I three. remember
0: it, I remember I never got very far with it, but I also remember like the progression was so weirdly nuanced. Like there wasn't like a pickup key, insert key. No. It was like it was always like there's a rat and there's a puddle and you've got to wait for the rat to go to the puddle before you throw something. You know, it's, it's that kind of weird. What, um, what,
1: yeah, I, I think it's it was, very, looking back on it, it was very, very um, philosophical because you could, you know, if you didn't find the way to do it with the rat and the puddle to get into the next... Uh, level you had to punch through the comic book frame, but doing that you lost life as you were doing it, so it damaged you. So it was mm. just like a metaphor for grinding
0: away at life.
1: But you didn't <laughs> realise that as a kid, because you're just going, you fuck? I'm fucking punching it and I'm dying. This never usually happens. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's a philosophical predecessor to Frostpunk. Exactly, mate. But nothing, but yeah, nothing.
1: Yeah. I think I think Frostpunk's one of the there's there's not there's only a couple of games that have like emotionally affected me, and Frostpunk's definitely <laughs> one of them.
0: I've got it on my wish list, and every time it's on a, a deal, it always comes up, and I'm like, should
1: I get it today? Garrett, it, get it, dude, Garrett, dude, because it's it's one of them where it is a challenging game, and yeah, it's a challenging game, and if you lose, the the, the people either kill you or they uh, cast you out into the wilderness to die. So, you know, In exile, In okay. exile, yeah, but it's it's good, it's good, it's 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 kind of complicated. You have to like. I, first couple of times like how the fuck do you do this without
0: dying and read a bit of strategy i'm like ah right okay okay right okay i might i'm trying to like i'm p- I'm trying to pick out a video game i wanted to get death stranding the new um, hideo kojima game
2: mm-hmm. but i
0: just i just couldn't find it in me to sort of like commit to it cause i know it's like a big it's a big sort yeah, of like yeah. 10 hour maybe more than 10 hour commitment and i just wanted something i could just fucking murs yeah. it through yeah yeah um for metal games i've got um house of the dead yeah there's nothing particularly metal about it other than the concept and i think the thing that makes it metal is really more the setting of going to an arcade and playing it yeah as opposed it's very very heavy metal parking lot having to go in and get the quid change go in and fucking shoot zombies it's that experience is probably more of a met- formative experience for metalheads yeah, yeah, than any yeah. five-finger death punch album.
1: Yeah, I, w- I just remember sort of like as a kid, just sort of like staring at it and being slightly scared and like plucking up the courage to put in that quid, and <laughs> that was when they started the red blood edition in the arcades, before arcades went soft. Oh.
0: Got green blood. Dude, that's, that's that reminds me of the actual. I don't know why this isn't on my list, but it's the game that got me into metal. The <laughs> very reason I'm here is after the Dead. No, it's Carmageddon Two. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Carmageddon Two. It yeah. was uh, a racing game, although it had like a destruction derby element, yeah, and yeah. Um, you could you could beat the you could win the game or win the level by either winning the race, uh, killing all your opponents, so, like ramming them, knocking them off for stuff. Create you know, just blowing him up, or killing every civilian on the map, which is usually <laughs> about 150 to 200 people. But this is what brought it up, because in the UK version, the blood was green because there were zombies, and it was therefore allowed. Yeah, boo. But the metal thing about that was it had Iron Maiden as a soundtrack. Oh, nice. This is the, It all started there for me. Nice. I Everything. I like where the Maiden comes from, yeah. Yep. So that's, I, yeah, yeah, in fact, I'm saying it, that's the most metal game.
1: But... I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go completely esoteric with me and go frostpunk just because of the that the grimness, the, the grimness of it, yeah, just to see grimness of frostpunk because not only do you send like people out, you like the trudge through the snow and they like make their own paths through the snow, so it's just people, mm. it's it's like me and them. Um, <laughs> it's like when um, me and my mate used to uh, me and Kenny when we used to when we were like first listening to Drudka and the fucking Blood in Our Wells album where we're just making up these scenarios with like Russian Ukrainian grandmas going no, no Timmy, do not eat me Timmy, I know that it's not food but do not eat me Timmy it's just that sort of fucking that comes from it but I can you it's the, it's the Drudka album cover where it is just like some people just with this sled, I think with a dead body on it, but you can't really see it. But, you know, it's
0: just ploughing through snow. That's Frostpunk. <laughs> Drudka. Drudka, yeah. Mate. Okay. Yeah, D-R-U-D-K-H. That's them. What's, what's the album called? Hells. Blood in Our Wells is the album cover. Fucking hell. You see what I mean? It's just a horse drawing like a sled with a coffin on it. With a coffee
1: on it, yeah. Well, that I mean. <laughs> thing. Is like, "Timmy, we have no black bread." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to fly through some other, um, other metal games. All right. Right. So, Skyrim. Yeah. And metal Gear Solid. Right. So, yeah. fact, let's start with Skyrim. Skyrim is just the essence of power metal. Yes. It's the call to adventure. Yeah. Can
1: I add? Can I add? Probably on the same thing as you're going to say, "Kingdom Come Deliverance." On this, purely because it's a Man
0: of War song. but yes carry on yes um and metal gear solid gets in the title yes (laughs) um but in in the same way that that skyrim is obviously it's it's power metal the game um metal gear solid is kind of like the sci-fi element it's kind of like your fear factory ish Uh, but now actually you know what it's more like it's it's too sci-fi oriented to be fear factory yeah um but you, you catch my drift. But the thing that these games have done as well is, and this kind of like reaches out to your Zeldas as well and things like that, it created like a culture of metal covers. Mm. So the soundtrack, while not being metal in itself and not having anything metal in it, there was a lot yeah. of like musicians who, yeah, off the yeah, back yeah. of those games, have created some awesome stuff. And I think yeah. that's really cool.
1: The Metal Gear Solid theme was pretty metal though, because it had that roaring guitar solo in it, didn't it? They saw that din. My Metals used to put it on in Pub when we were DJing. There was one bit from Metal Gear Solid that he always used to put on that had this ripping guitar
0: solo in it. Huh. I'm probably blanking because I've heard so many covers that have guitar in it, that yeah. have, like, more guitar in it. So in mean, the original game, I can't think of one that had a actual guitar yeah, in it. Yeah,
1: this is what I mean. It, does, it might be his Hideo Kojima goes to the fucking opera or whatever he does. Right, okay. So like, could be one of those, but yeah. <clears throat> There's
0: right, loads but, of them.
1: Are you, up for, are you having another rant or are we wrapping this up? Because I kind of need a piece
0: oh um resident evil dino crisis and any of the total war games and uh g police which is a Cygnus game g police was fucking brilliant you were basically a policeman in like like a police copter um, in like a um newly colonized planet where all the cities were kind of in a force field and it was one of the it was back in the days where you had complete free reign over what to do and who to kill yeah, yeah, And it was just really fucking cool. And it was made in pudsy. What do you believe? Fuck um, I've just yeah. got
1: another one in at the gate on terms of ripping guitar solos. F0X for the N64.
0: Yes. That was just guitar solos all the way. Mm. Definitely. definitely. Definitely, definitely,
2: definitely.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's fucking we could go on for ages on this one. Yeah. It was actually a bad idea, Eric, you idiot. Eric, fuck's sake, mate. Stop Fuck listening him. to it. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you want to wrap this bit up or have you got any more you want to say on metal video yeah, games
1: and, uh, I, I only had two at the start and I've thought of so many more so this I know it's mad in it's been the grow- growth of an idea
0: you know what man I'm going to have to just quickly skirt through my, my library as well Yeah. just to play it safe just to well, play it safe I'm, I'm going to run for this whiz mate, otherwise I'm not going to make it that's all right, mate <laughs> Right, but am <laughs> you, you did it.
1: Yeah,
0: I did it. Uh, you know what? There's a game I'm playing now called Deep Rock Galactic. Oh,
1: the one about the dwarves.
0: Dwarves, mining. Um, yeah, they g- generally you're just in a lobby with your mates, and the lobby is a pub. <laughs> um, and you go on a mining mission, you either mine something, you kill something, or you rescue something. It's just like, it's... Diggy, diggy, space hole. Diggy, diggy, space hole. It's fucking pub metal, if there ever was a thing. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. One other thing I saw was... Um, shit, where's it gone? Ah, fuck it. Fallout. Mm. All the Fallout okay. games obviously stack up as a metal game, if you ask me. But I think we kind of covered that with Skyrim, in yeah. a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not power metal, it's like post-apocalyptic metal. Yeah. Carnivore metal. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Right, okay, if bro. anyone's got any more suggestions, because I know we've missed loads. We'll have
0: missed so missed much. Sh- yeah, we couldn't... It was impossible. It's yeah, an impossible but, ask. Eric, what are you fucking doing, mate? Giving yeah, us impossible but, things. But, yeah, I'm still... St- even with all
1: those listed and stuff, even with F-Zero X, I'm still sticking with Frostpunk.
0: I can't fault. Yeah. Can't, it there's, You know, I might even buy Carmageddon 2 again. Just because yeah. I think it's on for, like, two quid.
1: Oh, cool. Cool. Right, so, wrap this up, then, properly.
0: <laughs> so, what the f- fuck have you been playing at? Um, I've just been securing interviews, man. So, I'm speaking yeah. to Hell Ripper next week um i don't know again if i'm going to put that on the end of an episode or release a bonus episode in the middle of the week um one thing i'm trying to do for the roadrunner stuff is increase the the production value without increasing the value of the production (laughs) so i'm trying to like learn how to do things so that's been really fun um but no i've not been doing anything i've not been watching anything fun yeah you know there's a new season of the chef show if you ever saw chef no. It no, nah, it's a John Favreau film on Netflix, right? So um, uh, just, yeah. it's really good. It's like it's just food porn. It's like it's uh, just food porn. But with a there's a story in there as well. Um it's good. He, but off the back of that he did the chef show, which is just a series where he goes around, John Favreau goes around with his mate who showed him how to cook for the film. And yeah. they just go around cooking different dishes and showing each other new tricks. It's pretty cool. Is John Favreau still fat. Oh, of course he is. Well I wouldn't I would not take him seriously as a chef. a chef. Yeah, if he wasn't fat, yeah. If he wasn't a man of heft. A man of heft. Yeah.
1: Indeed. A man of heft.
0: So the fuck uh, have you been playing
1: at? Um, I haven't been playing at much. Uh God. I watched the rugby league challenge cup final, which was really weird. Good game though. Oh yeah? It was it? Yeah. It was seventeen sixteen to Leeds.
0: Oh, yeah, I was my dad was texting me this. Uh, it was, but it was went, last minute, wasn't it? Yeah, it
1: was well last minute. It was like last it was like drop goal in last 5 and then the usual dick about but then it got really tense because it was like the next person to have a penalty is going to lose this fucking game.
0: Mm. So so that was that was good but yeah it was just Wembley with nobody there. Yeah, you know I find interesting about rugby is you can watch the game all the way through but it it kind of even if we were a score like say 20-0 or something like that. Yeah. If the if the Winning at the minute side loses a bit of confidence. That's what changes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and definitely. you can kind of see that through. You know, as a, as a yeah. through line is it, the psychology of it is what kind of what what ticks me off with it. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I I also like I liked this when he used to play as well. But when you're winning by about when you're winning by a score so one point, two point, or four points when you're winning by that in the last two minutes of the game, every play of the ball you do it like you're in treacle. Or <laughs> it's that fine line between going slower but not slow enough that the ref blows you up for purposely wasting time. So like you still yep. got to be moving, but really like oh oh uh, oh. Uh, but everyone team does it, and then mm. all the opposing teams just staring at what you with rage. Fuck? Yeah, they're just yeah. staring at you with rage because they know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> so yeah, Leeds did a bit of that, and you just saw Salford like Rah!
2: <laughs> whoop whoop.
1: A lot of eye tackles are. I saw lots of tackles that I thought were I that didn't get counted, but whatever both sides were doing it. So maybe rugby league's on in these days. Maybe. maybe, maybe. Right. Oh, I've got, I've got, have got a sign off. I've got a sign off, Jim. since so it's sign off time
0: now. Right. All right. Shall we do the um? Shall I do the socials? Yeah, do the socials. Yeah. Um, email us, man. Email us at templeofblair yeah! at gmail.com um, We're also at Temple of Blair on Twitter. I'm Robert but like Boba Fett. Uh, Roar's on jack shit, so if you want to speak to him, you'll speak to me.
1: (laughs) Yes, you'll talk to the organ grinder and not the monkey. (laughs) Go on, lay on me. So the sign-off. Well, you know, we've been saying good Blair. Yep. Do do you remember the children's show How To? Oh, yeah. What
0: was the sign-off for How To? Um can't remember, but I feel like I'm going to kick myself when you tell me. The sign off for how to was, well, that's how for now. Oh my god! So I thought not have to do, that's bleh for now. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever heard. I'm doing it, you can do it. Oh yeah, to. we should do it. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying we shouldn't. Yeah. Who said it, though? Did the both say it? Did the head say it and Neil Buchanan? We should get Neil Buchanan on.
1: That was a heart attack, you fucking shit.